Scott Ishii. Yes, Brian. And then there was only darkness. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there was. <laughs> um, as we speak, uh, the president, Barack Obama, is giving his farewell address to America. That's right. And uh, sadly, we must also bid farewell to the 2016 2017 New York Giants. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps even more sadly. Maybe. Uh... Um, actually, no. Nothing's more sad. Um, and <laughs> um, yeah. So um, since we last spoke, our New York Giants played a football game. Yes. There was much hope and potential rejoicing. Um, but there shall be no rejoicing. <laughs> and, and there were humiliations galore. <laughs> um, yes, instead they were handily defeated. Um, second half got particularly ugly. Yeah. Um, and ultimately they lost 38-13 to pretty, pretty dangerous Green Bay Packers team. Yeah. Um, so I figure we can kind of get in maybe we'll just get into the nitty-gritty of this particular game because it was it was still pretty interesting um yeah and then i think we can kind of then go to assessing what the season meant and where they go from here and um all the rest of it um and then where we go from here i suppose yeah sure (laughs) (laughs) where do any of us go from here um it uh it's interesting because since they lost 38 13 they got off to such a great start. Um, yeah. You know, they played a great first quarter. They really played a pretty nice first half almost until the last, like, three minutes. Um, and on both sides, you know, offensively, they had a couple of really nice drives early. Um, couldn't quite capitalize. Had to settle for field goals. And then defensively, they were pretty dominant to start. Um, were really giving the Packers a lot of problems. And... Uh, then all of that seemed to change. Yeah, it just and it changed with an Aaron Rodgers Hail Mary, which you just I mean you had to see it coming. Like I mean I was I've never been that scared of a Hail Mary that didn't happen at the end of a game that I really cared about. Yeah. Like, you know, he's has an uncanny skill for Hail Marys, that guy. Yeah, do we? I mean, does he? Like <laughs> not he's had 3 of them and they've been very recently. Right. Is there a skill to Hail Marys? Like, I don't... What is it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, like, you know what I mean? I like, what, he put it up in the air, and everyone misjudged it. And then, I don't know, I was listening to, like, so, uh, I think the NFL Ringer podcast, and it was like, they were talking, you know, like, what a throw, and then that, that you know, the Packers practice those a lot, and so Cobb, like, knew to... I, he, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, he threw it up in the air. <laughs> there's, a, right. there's a mass of people club together and it just looked like all the giants totally misjudged it and then the guy was right there i don't know i don't know maybe there i mean i would love to hear like a you know an actual coach talk about that play and like yeah i mean i will say this there's absolutely no chance that the packers spend a lot of time practicing the hail mary well yeah i, I mean or... uh, apparently aaron Rodgers said in an article that they hadn't done it worked on it since week four um, right there's yeah. no way they practice it a lot i mean I would just say that either they're they're very lucky or, you know, 
I don't know. I mean, even I think coaching defending Hail Marys is difficult because there are so many variables. If you're at the back, you know, you don't want to slap it forward. You want to slap it back so that it goes out. Right. If you're, you know, if you're the worst place to put it, and I guess that's kind of where he put it, or the scariest place to put it, I would say, is kind of directly in the middle of the end zone. If you're off to the sides, you're going to want your guys to smack it out of bounds sideways. If it's in the back of the end zone, you want them to slap it backwards outside of the end zone. If you kind of get it smack in the middle, then as a defense, you really got to catch it to know because there's nowhere to kind of knock it. If you knock it down, someone could be beneath you if you jumped. If you knock it back out of the end zone, you know, I can't remember a few years ago it so happened that at the goal line, I don't I want to say it was like Jaguars Raiders or something, but somebody slapped it forward back into yeah, out the end zone. It. Yeah. Well, they always say knock it in. down too, but I've seen that not work. And it's like I agree with that in principle. But right. it's just so a freak I would play. To put it in the middle of the end zone, which is kind of where that end, that throw was yesterday, is the trickiest place for it to be for a defense. Because then really what do you do? And, you know, everybody says, well, how did that guy get behind everybody? You can't let him get behind everybody. And I guess. But, I mean, at the same time, you got to be where the ball is. Like, no, if that and, guy's yeah, in and front it was just you, a jumbled mess. Like, they just were all packed in. Like, right. uh, you know, you're not accounting for every guy. It's not like, uh, me, you know, one-on-one defense. It's a, it's a, it's a mosh pit. And then yeah. they all misjudged it. You could tell. Like, they all thought it was – and it went right over their heads. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm not taking anything. It's like he, the guy is a golden god, and yeah. he's the, one of the best quarterbacks, maybe the best I've ever seen. And, right. you know, but I just – I don't know. I just – I take well, issue you know, with I that. Think like, he's good at that. It just seems like <laughs> – Well, I think it's just probably like with anything else that he's actually now done it enough times, whether it's skill or just dumb luck. Whatever it is, it's worked out a couple times for him. And so it builds a confidence within the Packers that, hey, this works for us. This can work. Yeah. And it and it puts it sows seats of doubt in the opposition. Like, you know, he's done this. He's we pulled this off. I don't up. know how. Yeah, right. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> I think like anything else, like, is he good at it? I don't know that it matters. It, it, the perception is out there. I can imagine feeling like – I certainly felt like it. I was nervous. Like – yeah, I but I'm always know. nervous on Hail Marys. Just when they exist, you're just like, oh, God. Well, you know, well, it's like onside kicks. Onside kicks never work. I've never felt comfortable receiving one ever. You know? <laughs> right. Like, Hail Marys never work, but when you're, you're waiting on it, you're like, oh, God. Uh, right. You know, so I don't know. It's like. But it's also, it was a halftime Hail Mary. Like, I mean, obviously it was huge, but the stakes just were lower, you know, but they felt higher. I guess like it wasn't the end of game Hail Mary where of course, yes, you're nervous. Like, because the game is on the line at this point, it was just the end of the half, but I just had this, I was just like, Oh my God, he's going to hit it. This, this guy, this guy Rogers just hits these. I think it was also because they shouldn't have even been in the position, you know, it was kind of the way we gave it back to them and the way that like, it looked like we were going to get a first down. And then we didn't. And I think that was the drive where we had the third and one with Rainey. Or maybe, yeah. maybe I'm mix, mixing them up. Um, but it was just the way that half was ending. It was like, oh, well, how did we even give them the ball back? And yeah. now they actually have a chance to score. Right, right. Um, and it wasn't that deep. They were like, they were in our territory. So it wasn't, you knew he could get it to the end zone. It wasn't like, oh, yeah. this is like, 
Um, yeah, that's true. From his 30 or something, it was like, okay, they're definitely going to get it there. Um, yeah, it was a nightmare. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, well, I, yeah, either way, I hate it. It felt it. too. It, it did feel like a kill shot. Like, um, it was kind of amazing. We then did um, get back in the game, you know, in the third quarter. Yeah, um, that fourth down stop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then strike, and then we score, and then it's like, all right, here we go. And then they were just like, nope, no. They shut it right down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that was the key to that. To me, that was the, one of the big drives of the game was uh, when we scored to pull within one, and then they went right down the field. Yeah. I, I did feel like then I was like, oh, God. Um, although we our offense had played well enough to that point, I did think that we might be able to keep up with them a little bit. Right. Um, but then that just didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah, a lot. I mean, a lot went wrong, obviously. Um, I was pretty disappointed in the defense. I mean, yeah, very disappointed in them. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you. So I thought it was interesting. Like, we, the way we played early, it was clear. We wanted to, like, keep them in the pocket. We weren't really bringing a ton of pressure. And it actually did work pretty well. Like, we played good coverage. But... We we weren't we we were giving him so much time that you were still kind of you were getting uncomfortable with it and then it sort of felt like as the game went on we kind of started bringing more pressure and he kept burning us but maybe I'm I'm wrong about that but yeah I mean I just felt like I even at the end I didn't feel like we were bringing nearly enough pressure and you know that was sort of the problem. And I, I it, early on, we, we kind of did it right. We kind of sent this delayed blitz. And what I thought the D-line, look, the D-line wasn't getting pressure and they just weren't going to. And, yeah. and that's a huge, and first of all, that's a huge problem considering, you know, how Vernon has played most of the year and what he's there for. Like, he, you know, when the money he's making, he's got to be able to play in a game like that. He's got to be able to get to him. Or he can't just be as much of a non-factor as he was yesterday. Um. But early on it worked where they kind of sent this delayed blitz. And what the D-line did do a very good job of was containing him. Yeah. And they sent that late blitz and we got to him early. But then I feel like that stopped coming. Or it was always Collins. And it was always Collins in a kind of very obvious way up the middle where the Packers line just kind of adjusted and sort of took Collins one-on-one with a guard. And Collins is not going to win that battle. So – what kind of was driving me crazy is you've got to send that extra guy and, and you hear this stat. I, I don't know exactly what it was. Remember it's, it's more or less that Aaron Rodgers is the, you know, the number one passer against the blitz in the NFL, which right. is not shocking, Yeah. but I feel like that success comes because if you flush him out of the pocket, he's very good on the move. What the giants had done such a good job of is keeping him contained. So that if we actually sent a guy and got him through, he would have had nowhere to go. And that's sort of the one time we did get him. That's basically what happened. You know, I think we just needed to be a little bit more creative about how we were sending guys. Cause every time I was like, God, are they going to send some pressure? And then they finally did. It always seemed like Collins and the right guard ended up tangled up with each other. And it's like, why is it always Collins at the right guard? Yeah. I don't know. It did feel like they just kind of figured it out though. And then they, like, I bet they would say like, he just kept exploiting everything we were doing, you know, like we were trying right. stuff. And also I felt, you know, Rogers Cromartie going down was a big loss for us. Obviously they sure. lost Jordy Nelson too, 
but right. I thought that really hurt us. And uh, it did seem like Jenkins wasn't quite himself. And, you know, he's playing coming off like it was. He didn't miss much time, but he did take that big shot in the back two weeks ago. Right. He and didn't it seem really 100%. Cold. Yeah. And then we were missing Pierre Paul. It was like all these things, you know, not to make too much excuse for it, but it, I do feel like suddenly. Right, stuff we'd been getting away with suddenly mattered in a really good team in a really big game. Yeah, and a really great player just taking advantage of every weakness. So like, yeah. oh, there's Trevin Wade over there. I'm going to, you know, I'm going <laughs> yeah. right at him. Um, yeah. You know, now Eli Apple is in a in a different role. You know, just like, and Jenkins right. isn't quite what he is. So, oh, now we're a little bit exposed. And, you know, Pierre Paul, like, so now Vernon's a little bit neutralized. And, yeah. um, you know... You know, just weren't quite the, the same defense that we've had most of the year, especially yeah. late in the year. Yeah. But, I mean, even if you say, you know, it's not just Rodgers. Because even if you say that, you know, we were trying to send pressure and he just he just beat it and he just exploited it, it never felt like we were getting any pressure on him. Like, yeah. any at all. So, I mean, if you're going to blitz him, you know, to say he's picking you apart, you still got to actually get the pressure, even if you don't sack him. Like I don't, we weren't even pressuring him. He was just, just hanging out. Yeah. Back there, I don't know. I just can't imagine. I mean, I know the Packers' O line is is pretty good, but I can't, I can't understand why we were unable to get any pressure on him yesterday. Yeah, well, especially in the second half. I mean, we did have five sacks, but it was kind of misleading because a lot of it yeah. was, was those like delayed blitzes where and right, he would right. be in the middle for like ten seconds. Yeah, and exactly. then yeah. Um, you know, it's funny these games, like you're thinking, you're feeling good and, and then you're thinking all these different things are going to happen. And then something that just, you just cannot prepare for. So like, uh, Brad wing just had an awful game. Oh my God. And, and he's been great all year and he's been like a weapon and just at such an opportune times. He just, you know, I thought he swung the first half with that terrible punt, um, yeah. that put them, you know, like our 40. And then they scored, and they're up 7-6, and, it, I mean, it really changed the game. Right. And, I mean, I feel like just as a whole, our specials were terrible. Yeah. No, right. We, we, the field position battle was lost without a doubt. And yeah. that was something we probably, you know, you don't think too much about, but it was really big for us just because of the way we play. Uh, yeah. That was not going to be – you know, we were we were backed up a lot, and then he was just not <laughs> – getting any depth on his kicks and they were yeah. all line drives yep yeah and i mean not just him but like you know obviously there was the the bobby rainey catch which is like what on earth yeah what are you doing what are you doing <laughs> i know yeah and you know actually my buddy matt was texting me during the game about how um Dwayne harris was making him nervous every time he caught a punt but i even thought why why is there a guy on him so quickly on every punt from Green Bay? Yeah. Like, we've got to block those guys. We've got to at least give him a shot to return some of these. Like, also, I'm surprised that we don't use Beckham in playoff games on punts. Uh, right, yeah. Like, like I wouldn't do it in the regular season, but yeah, like this game, like, I would have had him return a lot of punts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I mean... 
I would have made him do everything. Yeah, I would have made him, made him do a lot. <laughs> <laughs> are we are we on to Beckham yet? I guess. We... Yeah. I mean, uh, as it was, yeah, he didn't do anything. Um, right. He relevant. had a very bad game by by his standards or anyone's standards for that matter. Right. Um, you know, I thought the drops early just too just really hurt us because like I felt like just because they happened early, like. Yeah. We got off to such a good start and I felt like we needed a good start and we needed confidence and uh you know, so when he dropped a touchdown and then Shepard dropped a touchdown, um it just it it really stalled us out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was really bad. It was just bad in so many ways. I mean, first of all, too, you have Eli's. Like, early on, you're like, yes, Eli. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he got off to such a hot start. Yeah. And, I mean, even the first drop. The first drop, I mean, that ultimately here, that is the problem with shirtless boat fun. Let's just (laughs) get right to it. That's the problem. Because it just puts the pressure on so high you know like it just it made those drops so much worse because it's not now it's not just the drive it's not just you know the quarter it's not just the game but it's the off season it's the media it's it's everybody it's bieber it's all of it (laughs) it's like that first drop all of it comes flooding in joe buck's gonna talk about it like that's Beckham. That's why you can't do that. I guess, but it's also like it's. I don't know. It's like it, I get you. You live in the world as it exists, so he has to now know that like you do something like that, this is the reaction that's going to happen. But it's still a stupid reaction. Like Joe Buck is talking about it, being like fair or unfair. Like right. he knows it's unfair, but he's like right. he's gonna take heat for that. Like it. it he was. You know what I mean? The boat had either the boat matters or it doesn't matter. Like, right. But everybody takes this tack of like, well, we know it doesn't matter, but like it, she shouldn't have done it. You know, it's like, well, I, you know, then why? Like, right. I don't know. Like he played, he could have caught the ball. He, I wish he caught the ball. It doesn't have anything to do with that boat. We all know it doesn't have anything to do with that boat. And like, you know, I don't know, but like, I get, I get what you're saying. Like it ramped up the pressure unnecessarily to a person who already is pretty high strung. Right. And like, but I don't know that he would, you know, he's a psycho in these games. He's going to already, he's going in with a lot, you know what I mean? Putting pressure on himself. Like, yeah. Boat or no boat. I think that's what Odell Beckham, the te- intense, you know, the uh, intensity level of his, his psyche on that game is, is, <laughs> you know, is what it is. Yes. He's a really super highly competitive person. Right. Like, I I get it. I, I totally get everything that you're saying. But at the same time, it's just that's why you don't do it. Even if he's not feeling the pressure. Because you know what? Had he just had a bad game, I mean, I don't think anyone would have been okay with it. I don't think anyone would have, like, loved it. No one would have been fine with it. But now he's really going to pay the piper for stupid shirtless boat fun right. with Justin Bieber. And just that's why you manage your situation, Odell. That's why you just, even if you go, go. Don't put it on social media. Don't do any of those stupid things. Like, that's why you don't do it. And, I, yeah, no, I know. But it's like, 
maybe for Beckham he's tuning it out, but like then a guy like Shepard who also drops a touchdown pass. Like, is he aware? Or like is anyone aware? Like, oh that was bad. Like, oh no. Now we're gonna hear about it. I guess, but I don't know. I just like I don't think uh, I don't know. During the actual game, Sterling Shepard is like, if I drop this ball, you know, that's No, yeah, photo. but I mean <laughs> I don't know that it's like I don't know that it's like a direct like thought of theirs, but I just also feel like they had to know the Giants receiving core had to know they couldn't play poorly and get away with it, or they couldn't play poorly and have it be a non-issue. You know what I mean? Like there, there's got to be some weight to that on them that they had to know. They had to know the week. Everything about the week had to indicate to them we got to play well, or <laughs> certainly we can't right. shit yeah. ourselves. Yeah. And they started to shit themselves early. And, you know, whether it's a direct, like, oh, we shouldn't have had shirtless boat fun, that was a mistake. Or not. Like, yeah, no, you're right. It, it, I'm sure it wasn't. But I'm sure that they definitely felt some level of pressure. And it was related to all of that. I, I mean, I don't, no doubt Odell wanted to go out there and have a huge game. And he was putting, you know, but I, I don't know that the, that controversy, you know, changes that for him like i just think that's who he is yeah i don't know i was like prepared for the avalanche of backlash and i knew it was gonna happen and then i was still like so angry by it you know i mean i thought i had really like i was like all right obviously you know francesa is gonna annihilate the guy (laughs) like he's gonna do it you know what i mean but it was just this like i am fine with you people saying it bothers them or his demeanor annoys them or you wish he'd cut it out, but all that, I totally understand it. I don't really care. And I disagree, but like, I get it, you know, but what's annoying is then it's like, Mike's like the giants made him a star before he's really a star. It's like, no, he's a star. All right. No, yeah, He's a star. And, and like I sold on daily news is like, he's the most overhyped athlete in New York, along with like Matt Harvey. I was like, both of those guys are great. Both of those people are exceptional and great and it's like what are we talking about you know like right. like the giants have to cut it like they the leash has to be rain it's like no we're gonna put up with whatever he does <laughs> yeah i said today at work i was like look if there was a video of him on that boat uh pushing a body into the water i would be defending him <laughs> you know what I mean? that guy is that good like right i'd be like well look he probably that guy, who was that guy? He probably, you know what I mean? Maybe he had it coming. Yeah. Like, he's that good. <laughs> he it, go. like, it doesn't matter, you know? Like, right. What do well, we do? Cut him? Like, I don't know. It is, it is funny how, you know, what, what people really don't like about Beckham is that he seems to lose perspective at inopportune times. And because of this, people completely lose perspective when critiquing right. him. Go over, so over the top of like. Yeah. No, absolutely. Like, right. Nothing's going to happen. Like, I mean, I know a guy who in, I know a guy who's another high school football coach around here. And I kind of know some of the guys who play for him. And he was telling me, he's like, they should have gotten rid of him the day he got back from Miami. Oh my like, God. Gotten rid of him. Like, what did people him. think Lawrence Taylor was doing on Monday of playoff week? Studying film? Right. Like, give right. me a break. But also just, just like to hear, here's what I don't understand about people. It goes back to perspective. Like, 
like, I wanted to say this guy. I know some of the guys who play for you and what they do and how right. you play them anyway. You're right, and of course I, you do. Uh, right. Like, <laughs> this is what you have to say about professionals and Odell Beckham? Like, come on. But I will say, you know, with all that said, like, no, let's not be ridiculous. Odell is a phenomenal football player. The Giants will not get rid of him. He will not face any formal discipline. That's all completely ridiculous. At the same time, you know, I was definitely in the camp of, you know, who cares about shirtless boat fun with Bieber? Let's all have a good laugh and move on. And I did find myself very angry with Odell. During right, the game. but isn't part of that anger because you know what's coming? You're like, ah, oh, why did you do this? Like, I feel like I was let down, like personally. I'm like, why yeah. are you gonna make the articles you're gonna make me read? Right, like the tweets that yes. I'm gonna have to look at because you right. had to post <laughs> yes. a silly picture. Like, I do feel like, why couldn't you yes. just? Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, that's what exactly what I was angry about. He did yeah. that to me. Right. right. He did it to us. Right. Yeah, I totally agree. Right. It's like, but that's just because it was so easily avoidable. But part of me was also just like. You're about to face a shitstorm, and you deserve it because yeah. that was such an unforced error. It's also, too, Odell is no longer a rookie. This is his third season. Like, you know the New York media. You yeah, know yeah. the reaction that's going to come with that, and you did it anyway. So it you're going like, to take a, your medicine. It's a boat ride on a day off. It's like, yeah, you no, know, a long season. I'm going to – I mean, look, I get the part where – there was like weed on the boat and you know uh sterling shepherds right. on video being like turning down adderall like okay but you know right <laughs> it's still i don't know i mean 24 year old men they indulge in you know i don't know but i also just think of it too like if i was in like if i was in ben mcadoo's position like my biggest thing or the thing I'd be most angry about is, is simply to say, like, at max, at max, we have less than a month left. You couldn't just wait a month to go have shirt. Bieber will still be there with his boat. I swear to you will. Just wait a month. Why do you have but, to I mean, do but it but on think how, think how that season, off? though, how much of a grind that season is. Like, the season's over. They got you, give you a day off. Yeah, no, I get it, but I mean... You you have money, you can do it easily. You go down there, you take a boat ride, you have a good day, you come back on Tuesday, and you're going to have a freaking hellish week. Like, you know, I mean, let's at the end of the day, that's what we're talking about. No, and I get it, but like, uh, again, you know, I think that it's it's not out of... It's not unreasonable for the Giants, for the organization, for the coaches or whatever, to expect them to kind of use that day off to unwind in a far like more relaxing like more of a take care of your body kind of a day not like a take care of your i don't know everything else kind of a day because you know like odell could certainly be on that boat today not dealing with anything had he not done it a week ago today you know like you're so close to the end if we're giving you a day off like Use that to recover because we're going to be playing a game in zero degree weather in Green Bay. Just wait. It's almost over. 
Like, whether yeah. it's over but, next but I'm week. just saying, like, I, we, we don't know that they had, like, 50 beers either, you know? It's like, maybe they, like, you know? Right, and that's, and, maybe right. they sat and on the boat, fair. he puffed, he had uh, one puff of a joint, and he was like, oh, God, man, this feels nice. <laughs> like, and then this is going to be a fun week, you know? I mean, it's like, I don't right, know. Then... I get it. I do get it. But it's like, I know the media can't resist it. I don't blame them. How could they possibly resist it? You still wish they could just resist it. It's like, just, there's enough right. that's interesting. It's an exciting enough event. It had Aaron Rodgers, Eli Manning, you know, there's enough build up there. I don't know. But it's also, it is just like, if that's what they wanted to do, if that's how they wanted to spend their day off, and they have that kind of money, like, especially all of you, you pull together, go get your own boat. Don't involve Trey Songs. Don't involve Bieber. Don't have anyone. Yeah, why does you... that matter? Why does it matter that Bieber's there? Like, what does Bieber <laughs> just, do? Why is it tainted it just, more? <laughs> I just, I he's, don't know. It just he's does. He's a human that probably is fun to hang out with in a party setting. I don't know. Like, <laughs> just because, like, it's just such an easy thing to have Bieber. Oh, no, of like, course, right? Like, oh, Justin Bieber. Oh my God, they must be. I don't like, know. the easiest thing. Bieber is the is the key because Bieber is the easiest way for the media to even ramp it up even more, and Bieber is the easiest thing for them to just eliminate from the day, <laughs> <laughs> like still have it like close to a safe day. Like, yeah, eliminate Bieber, <laughs> you're probably good. Also, eliminate Trey Songs. Like he doesn't need to be there either. <laughs> Like, Maybe he's a nice guy. Why, what's wrong with Trey songs? I don't get <laughs> just, it. Just Either because. It matters like, or it doesn't matter. That's how I feel. It's like, like go uh, with the, just the receivers and you want to get some girls on the boat, do that too. Why do you need the uh, – because I just feel like the other people, I don't know. I just don't know. I can't explain it. I just, like I said, I, to me, this guy is good enough that it's like – I don't know. It could have been – a video, like he could have been strangling somebody on that boat. I'd be like, well, look. <laughs> He's a young guy. Like I don't know. It's like what? Let's be real about who we're talking about here. Yeah. No. And I agree. Like I would never say let's get rid of him. That's completely ridiculous. <laughs> but I, I'm also just like very angry at him right now. Yeah. I know. I know. I and, just wish and, he played better. I really just he, wish he caught the touchdown and then caught the big. Yeah. If he catches, we lose. It's the same. If if we lose by the same margin. But he caught a touchdown pass. Yeah. But that's why. That's why it's so upsetting. It's just you have, you got to either catch it or don't hang out with Bieber. It's one yeah. or the other. So do you think, like, th- there were a couple big plays. Like, so obviously he dropped that one, and then he dropped the, – the other drop was kind of big. We were still sort of hanging in there, and it was kind of the finishing blow What was that one he dropped in the second half. Um, yeah. It's a little overthrown, but he should have had it. Um, but on the other hand, it just feel like they wore us down. And, you know, our defense, we'd asked a lot of our defense all season. Like, yeah. It just felt no. like we we had worn down. That's kind of how I looked at it. Like, I don't know yeah. that. Um, I think it could have been a closer game, but it, it felt like they were going to always, they had our number there. Yeah, and they just played better. I mean, again, yeah. it it really wasn't the receivers. And then with all that said, I just really wanted to get that off my chest because I'm just very angry at Odell. That 
it just that's such an unforced error. But with all that said, I don't even think I mean, yeah, the drops were pretty critical and obviously it was a score and the second half one was big. But you know, we couldn't defensively we couldn't get any pressure on Rodgers. You know, you can't ask even with uh Rodgers Cromarty in the game, you couldn't have asked anyone to cover for that long. Rodgers had just way too much time. Hmm. Um our defense just couldn't shut it down and our specials weren't very good. And that was really it. You know. Yeah. So we what? lost field position. We we couldn't stop them. Yeah, and I also you thought know. once it got into like where okay, they can score on us. Um so now it's it's if it, if we're going to win, we're going to it's going to have to be some kind of shootout back and forth thing. And and it looked like for a while, like especially when we cut it to one, like that we were we were ready for it, you know, like Yeah. We're going to make enough plays here to at least stay in this. Yeah. But it, it did feel like, again, like no running game. Um, Eli had more time than he's had, but at key moments, like I do think the thing about our offensive line is even when they're playing okay, their breakdowns are so spectacular. Yeah. You know, like Eric Flowers just whiffs on somebody and it's yeah. like Eli gets crushed and fumbles. It's like it's never – Oh, there was a little, you know, there was a little pressure. It's always like a, like somebody is humiliated, <laughs> you know, and like the play's blown up. There was some exchange in the second half between Eli and Flowers, that where Flowers like stuck his hands out, like, well, I thought it, you know, looked like he was like, I thought this was gonna happen. And Eli yeah. was just like, I don't, I don't want to hear it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, go uh, shut up, Flowers. Let's just go to the sideline now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Speaking of, too, there was, like, some very strange officiating things. Not that I feel like it, It you know, totally impacted the outcome of the game. But, like, that fumble, that Green Bay fumble where the forward progress was, like, I was like, what? I really didn't get that. Which which one the uh... Montgomery fumbled and they said his forward progress had been stopped. Oh right right right. But I think they had blown it dead. I think that was what they ruled, and then you can't challenge it. Yeah. It looked like his knee I mean, might have been down anyway, though. No. It might have been, but I don't feel like I, you never really saw an angle that really confirmed that. You yeah. Know? And what really guess... annoyed me was that Christian Michael on their team. Oh, yeah. um, who like who the hell are you and like get a couple nice runs it's like <laughs> yeah you're not a factor in this victory at all like just calm down <laughs> yeah i i really did find myself i, I you know I, I actually had a stomach bug um all weekend it was really bad um so i had eaten really nothing but crackers and some ramen noodles for like mm. 48 hours um so that probably didn't help my mood in general but kick off yesterday yeah but I found myself far, like, as angry at celebrating Green Bay players as I felt since I was, like, a child. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like yeah, Christine, uh, Christine Michael or whatever his name is. Yeah. Like, whenever he would celebrate a run, like, I was, like, really so upset. Yeah, like, yeah. He, he was particularly, I don't know, it was just like, who are you? You joined this team, like, a day ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you had a couple carries. Like, all right. Right. I, Maybe I could take the... it from other guys. I could t- I could take Randall Cobb, you know, like you're a big part of the team, but this guy. Yeah. I know, I know what he was I mean, trying to do. Maybe it was some deep town resentment that 
the Packers picked up a running back a day ago that's better than any guy we have. That's true. And I remember <laughs> thinking when that happened, like we didn't we didn't have any interest in that guy, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> or he fine. was there. He yeah, was available. We were content with what we had at running back. Yeah. Um, I guess speaking of that, so speaking of running back and just generally, so maybe we'll just move on to uh, more of the season retrospective. So uh, somehow I was well, almost – we haven't – hold on. We haven't uh, – Go ahead. Did we we haven't covered Odell's post game meltdown now. Yeah, I don't <laughs> so know. You I don't really them, want I to get the, into it. I put them in the same category. I will say the weeping in the locker room is alarming. Um, <laughs> the, the hole in the wall, less so. Like you're walking by, you're pissed off, you punch it. It's made of plaster. I don't know. Right, but this is also the second time he's been seen banging his head against things outside right. the locker room. This is head. In yeah. front of the media, it's just like you gotta stop. Like you know, no, look, everyone's does watching. Odell Beckham have to get it under control a little bit? Yes, you know, <laughs> of course he does. But, but does it matter? No. Like, is it a problem for the Giants? No. Does it probably bother some people? Yeah. Like, does it have maybe a slight effect? Where if it was gone, would it be better? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Is it? totally put upable with yes that's my point bang your head yes. fine just catch 10 balls and take 180 yards like you know i don't know right but that's we, the problem he didn't do that yesterday right and that's yeah. why it's such a big deal yeah i think that's kind of what the message that jerry reese and everybody has to send to him if you're going to behave that way you have to have played an amazing game. Or you just have to understand that that's, this is going to happen. This is how it works. So it's up to you. That's your choice. Like, if that's how you want it to go, like, that's how it's going to go. Every bad game, you're going to get idiots that, you know, it's, you're going to be scrutinized. Like, this is how it is. Um, yeah. You know, so you can't complain about it. If you want to be better about it, that's fine. If you don't, that's fine too. Just understand that. That's how it's going to be. <laughs> right, right. It's just funny, too. The people who are like, get rid of Beckham. Like, do they think that his NFL career will be over? That someone's not going to pick him up instantly? Right. It's even, I saw something, it was like, if he's not careful, he'll be the next Terrell Owens. It's like, you mean a Hall of Famer? Like, right. <laughs> I mean, not that I like Terrell Owens or wanted him on my team, but uh, he was a great player, and every team he played for was improved dramatically by his presence so right you know. when he was on it <laughs> i mean also it's funny it's it's so true like we discussed on this podcast that daryl owens we should all remember was a lot worse right like, a whatever, lot worse a lot worse i mean he was kicked out of practice then all the press conference workout in his driveway <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah right much worse guy so yeah but yeah if the giants let him go like he would be a cowboy in 30 seconds. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. And who replaces him? Right. Uh, <laughs> Roger Lewis Jr.? Right. <laughs> Roger <in>. Lewis. <laughs> we really beat up on Roger Lewis Jr. For I know. It's just his name. Somehow it's such a, like, replacement level football player. Yeah. Oh, Roger totally. Lewis Jr. Who's Roger Lewis Sr.? You know, just go Roger <laughs> Lewis, for God's sake. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all um, right so let's look forward 
yeah. So I, I well, I kind of want to just say like of the season, um, you know, oddly enough, getting blown out somehow, I was almost grateful that we didn't lose a heartbreaker. Um, I, I found myself kind of just looking back on the season, like I don't, I didn't feel as bad as I thought I would. Like I felt the whole year, this team was ultimate was was deeply flawed. Yeah. Like the exact things I thought we couldn't overcome, we couldn't overcome. Like this, you know, no yeah, running true. game, no other weapons outside of Beckham, no yeah. offensive line. And ultimately, I feel like we had a great, it was a really good season. We have rebuilt a solid young core that we, you know, between the corners and Landon Collins and Beckham. Like we have another chance here with on the last two to three years of Eli's career to make a couple runs, win a Super Bowl, win, maybe not, but win some playoff games, be in the mix, and then, you know, we say goodbye to Eli in, in two or three years, having, you know, on a much better note. You know, like, I feel like the, the, yeah. the job has been complete. The, the team has been rebuilt. Like, yeah. it's very easy to see what needs to be fixed. Um, you know, obviously, a, a offensive lineman or two, a tight end. Um, maybe a fullback wouldn't be the worst thing. Yeah. Um, and then look, you know, I think every reason to believe this team can be very good next year with a with a decent off season. I mean, they don't have to hit a home run like they did last year. Right. Right. So I feel I felt you know suddenly like hey, wasn't our game? We got we got beat by an all time great who played out of his mind. Yeah. And let's go. Let's get back. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That my concern is how are we going to get what we need? Because, you know, I feel like some of those things like obviously, you know, probably get a fullback anywhere. Be yeah. honest. I mean, you know, I'm also not worried about getting a better tight end than what we got. I feel like, you know, you can get that in like a middle round of the draft. You can get guys better than what we got. Yeah. At tight end. Um where are we going to get offensive linemen is a concern to me. Well, of course. I mean, they're hard. They're harder to find because you're going to have to, if it's a free agent, you have to pay them a lot of money. Um, yeah. And if it's a draft pick, um, you know, it's got to be somebody that can play right away. Right. Which is and hard. we need to be drafting like higher for the kind of guy we need. Yeah. Um, there are some free agents. We do have some cap room. Um, they're gonna have a, it's gonna have some tricky situations because Hankins and Pierre Paul are free agents on defense and you and um, I think you want both of those guys back. Yeah. Um. In fact, who would you take? Who would you prioritize there? I mean, Pierre Paul will cost you more. Um, I would hate to lose Hankins. I gotta say, I would hate to lose yeah. Pierre Paul too. <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so what do you think, first of all, of Pierre Paul saying he's no longer going to play under one-year contracts? Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know what that means exactly. Like, can't you fr- – they can technically franchise him again, can't they? I don't know that. That yeah. I don't know. I mean, the problem with Pierre Paul is, like, you know, how many weeks this year did he take really to get going? Yeah, a while. You know, he was very good that once he did, and he was one thing about him is even when he's not getting pass rush, he's he's pretty he's pretty damn good against the run. Yeah, yeah, 
but I mean, you know, we did. We needed a pass rush yesterday. <laughs> it's the deal. We needed a pass rush. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I know. We needed him. I mean, he would have made yeah. a big difference. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm looking it up. We can fran- we could franchise him if if things went terribly awry. Um, yeah. Which you know, you probably just should do regardless. Yeah, or one of those guys. Um, yeah, so I would like to see both those back. I think Cromartie might be a free agent too. Um, yeah, that's going to be tougher. That's going to be tricky. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's going to command some money. Yeah. And that you're probably not going to spend on your third corner. Yeah. But, you know, again, it's it's almost like, too, if we could improve our offense a little bit, um, you know, we don't we might not need quite such a dominant defense. You know, I mean, obviously you don't want to hurt the defense. It's been it's been so good. But, um, you know, we should have a good offense. We have a good quarterback. We have the most maybe the best wide receiver in football. Um, yeah, but see, that's where you run into trouble too, because you know, if you say if our offense is a little better, we don't need yeah, yeah, quite as good a defense. But I mean, if our offense is a little better and our defense is as good as it was, now all of a sudden, that's what really what you're looking for. That's the sweet spot, you know? Yeah. That's oh, and I'm wrong. Cool he's contender. he's actually he is signed, so I'm wrong about that. Okay, good. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, he is with yeah, us yeah. that long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, if you could franchise Pierre Paul, you got to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you got to keep him. I mean, I don't think um I don't think they can afford to let him go cuz they just don't have a replacement and finding one would be really difficult. Right. Right. I mean, arguably I think Hankins is a little easier to replace. Yeah. Also, um, they have some options there. They have like Bromley who they drafted who's kind of coming on. They have some other guys. Yeah. Um, Larry Donnell is a free agent. Um, how many guaranteed years do you give him? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, eight, like, are eight we? To 10? <laughs> would it be unorthodox to pay someone to just leave? Just, yeah. just go away. Never show your face again. Right. Don't <laughs> ever. Like, don't even play for the Jets. Just don't even be near. The building yeah. ever. <laughs> he's terrible. Yeah, he's not good. I don't like him. <laughs> no, no, I really don't like him. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just looking at it, we're in pretty good shape. I mean, the biggest free agents are Pierre Paul Hankins, and then, like, so you get into, like, Marshall Newhouse and John Jerry. You <laughs> know, uh, those are the exact guys we want to replace. So right. Right. Uh, we can save that money. Um. Yeah, I feel good. You know, I just felt like it was nice to get back to the playoffs. Uh, and you see the path. Like there's some real. You know, Clayton and Collins will be better next year. You know, like, um, it's just, just. I think fixing the offensive line is obviously job number one. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, without a doubt. And this gets into like Eli. I. I you know, look, Eli's only got like two to three years left. Probably he's thirty six. He did not have a good year. After a great first half, he struggled a lot in the second half yesterday. 
But, like, I am so sick of hearing about Eli and his struggles. It's like no one brings up the offensive line when they talk about him. No one brings up we yeah. have, like, the worst running game in the league when they talk about him. It's just like he's right. not this, he's not that. Like, enough. He's fine. We fix the other things. He will play well. He will be yeah. good in the playoffs. He will be fine. Like, just, it's literally just because Eli has, like, a goofy face that it's it's not even just like, oh, he kind of isn't as good as, you know, he struggles sometimes. It's like he's not – he wasn't putrid this year. He threw for 4,000 right. yards. He had 26 touchdowns. He had an 86 quarterback rating. That's fine. Right. And that's with a shitty offensive line and no running game and, you know, no other options outside of – Odell Beckham, like enough. Right. Right. Yeah, what it, what gives about people? I'll say this too, you know. Some of the heat that that Beckham takes. It's like I feel like Eli, the heat that Eli has taken consistently year in and year out is far less justified than all the nonsense surrounding Odell. Why is Eli so picked apart? Like why? I, yeah, it's cuz it's not even like heat. It's just like blatant disrespect you know it's just yeah. like uh and i get it he's like a goofball but it's like there's like philip rivers who you know was the guy the guy who's directly traded for who people act like is like this far superior player like what about the two franchises trajectories if you if let's say that trade never happens we have eli or they have eli and we have philip rivers like nothing changes like, right <laughs> nothing changes well, we win if we have Philip Rivers. We win what three Super Bowls, right. and, and and they miss the playoffs every year. Like, what's the difference? You know, like right. he's plenty good. He's had two remarkable runs. He's had a lot of great regular season moments. He's put up a shit ton of yards, a million touchdowns. Like, enough. He's fine. <laughs> yeah. Right, and then, all right, and the flip to it is like, you don't think Eli thrives with. Ladanian Tomlinson and Antonio Gates early in his career, like right, he doesn't have a few good years. Fine. Yeah, right. In in like perfect yeah. weather every home game, like right. I bet he puts and, up some decent stats. And would you rather? Would you like? Right. Would exactly. Would the are the Giants going to trade the Chargers experience over the last you know ten fifteen years, whatever it's been? And would the Chargers take the Giants experience? Like yeah. that's a trade heavily in favor. Of the Chargers getting our experience as fans. Right. I'll take us. Yeah, I'll take the Giants. I will take the Eli Manning experience. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All of it. Right. Yeah. Uh, just enough already. Like, I guarantee you, if we uh, if we come into next season with, you know, a, a, like two new offensive linemen and, you know, one more weapon, either a running back, receiver, tight end, what have you. Eli will have a perfectly good year next year. Like, yeah. I have no doubt in my mind about that. And I, and I know, and that's even acknowledging that he played bad this year, especially the second half of the year. Yeah. Who? Let me ask you, who's responsible for how bad the offensive line is? Is it, I mean, I'm sure it's all the people I'm about to name, but who, who should eat the most responsibility? Is it our scouts and front office? Is it the players themselves? Or is it our offensive line coach? And coach is because they had a new one this year from last year. I don't know because I do feel like our O-line coaches have always had good reputations. So I don't know. I mean, And also I'm really – I have no idea 
what it takes to coach offensive linemen. Um, yeah, I mean, I did. I, I like. I've read up on our offensive line coaches, and like, sort of went into it thinking I would find that I wasn't impressed with their resumes, and then I was. So. Yeah, I think also you have to remember we did like some bad luck. Like, um, I, you know, Snee was is an awesome player for us, and he got kind of old a little quick. Like, I think they were kind of thinking he would be there for a little longer. Yeah. And then Will Beatty had a when they drafted Flowers, Will Beatty was coming off a great year, and yeah. he then got hurt and has never returned. Yeah. So their yeah. plan was definitely to have Flowers play right tackle and have Beatty be the left tackle on like a yeah. pretty big contract, and that totally blew up. So right. when you think about it, their plan was to have Beatty, who was coming off a very good year, if you you know go by the grades of whoever these people are. And then they're going to have Richburg, who they like a lot, Pew, Flowers at right tackle, and and probably Jerry or some other guy as the other guard, you know. So it's a little bit unlucky. And then, but, you know, they haven't hit on a lot of guys, too. Yeah. I mean, the problem is, I mean, the thing with the O-line coach, it just seems like Flowers is not developed at all. Yeah, you that's know? true. It's It's two years now he's been awful. And it's all for all the same reasons. And, you know, why is that? Like, is it Flowers? Is he not just putting in the work he needs to do? Or is it Co- – but so why – he's been with us now for two years. He's been the starting left tackle, and he's shown very little growth. Yeah, that's true. I know. So. Even just, just to think the reps he gets, like, <laughs> he's right. played a lot. Like, you'd think you'd see some improvement. It's like – yeah, I know the play you were talking about earlier of like when Eli and him had that little moment. But it yeah. was just another one where it was just like guy went right around him like he wasn't even there. Yeah. And it was just, you know, and you could just tell his hands were low, he was totally late, and the guy just blew by him. Yeah. And it was like, oh, God. Um, I don't know. You know, I, that technique stuff is probably harder to fix than we think. He just gets, he's been getting away with it his whole life. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I guess that's a good point. But I mean, and then if that's the case, if 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 you know, if technique stuff is harder to change than we think up at that level, then it's then it's you know the scouts like because he's terrible. I mean, yeah. Even even if he was playing right tackle, like I mean, if you can, if guys can get around him that quickly and that easily. Who, what does it matter if it's coming to Eli's blind side or right in his face? They're yeah. there immediately. <laughs> yeah, no, right. You know? I guess, you like, know, the quality of the pass rushers is down a little bit. I mean, you could obviously just, if he's so bad enough, you could just switch the, the guy. Um, right. It's a solvable problem, but, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's a good question. You know, he was a, he is a talented guy. I, I, so, I, you're right. It's interesting with him. He's such a he's a good specimen. Um, yeah. So is it just is it the coaches not telling him, or is it him just not not putting in? I don't know. It's hard to say. Either way, it is funny they keep being every time Jerry is asked about him, he's like, "He's our left tackle right this second. Um, yeah, and <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll evaluate it. You know, twenty minutes from now, we'll see. It's like they're going to move him if they can." The only way right. he's the left tackle next year is if everything goes wrong. Right, right, right. 
Like that is code be. for like, yeah, we're obviously we know it's a problem. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, how excited can you be about next year's Giants team if Eric Flowers is still the left tackle in August? Yeah, that's true. And if if he is, we know everything went wrong this off this this off season. Like, right. Nothing went as planned. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that would really stink. Let's hope. Yeah. Let's. So, let's, all right. Let's hope well, for the Jerry best. Reese, get out there and pound the pavement and find yeah, find some find some tackles, find some linemen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's see. But otherwise, look, I think it was a fun year. I'm excited about Giants football again. Um. And it'd be not. I think it would be just be great to finish Eli's career with a couple good couple good years. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, um, before we wrap up, have you heard? Have you been following this kind of crazy news that's dropping about Trump? <laughs> yeah, I was actually reading it right before we He's called. Like, like there's a video of him watching prostitutes pee on the bed that the Obamas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't think that's true, probably, but it's just like the fact how not unbelievable it is is really got to be alarming for Trump. You know, like <laughs> right. the fact that no, it's not like off the table you know it's like right. it's probably bullshit but like eh, i don't know <laughs> right right no yeah i mean if the tape came out i wouldn't not be shocked right nobody would not be at like, all wow i'd be like yeah okay that's right it is <laughs> right or just like the level of shock if it was trump like compared to any other politician even politicians i disagree with like, I can't think of anyone who's run for president in my lifetime where if that came out, I would be more shocked than I would for Trump. I would yeah. be stunned if anyone, anyone who ran for president in my lifetime, if that were true about them, I would be floored. Maybe right. not Bill Clinton. Not Bill Clinton. I would not yeah, be surprised. that's true. That's true, yeah. actually. About him. <laughs> in fact, it's kind of surprising there is no tape of Bill Clinton watching girls urinate. Like that. <laughs> yeah that's sort yeah of the big shock like right that's true yeah with like buddies you know with like trump after like a round of golf yeah or right yeah <laughs> right <laughs> and maybe trump would have brought those prostitutes to a debate in the front row yeah <laughs> oh god yeah, I know. It's just, it's nuts. I mean, and it's funny, somebody, it was like Bill Barnwell, who's, you know, a football writer, wrote that, like, like the, the prostitutes peeing is probably the least alarming thing in that report. Yeah, true, right. The whole thing is like, what? Yeah, it's like, they <laughs> yeah. compromised him, and, uh, yeah, it's like... But also, like, how much, like, he might be in debt to, like, Russians. Yeah. You know, like, Russian oligarchs. Like, what does that even mean? Yeah, who yeah. are who are the Russian oligarchs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, because he's gonna. It's like he might turn us into like that. You know, it's like Russia has, you know, they have like a only mildly liberal economy, so they have certain. They have a lot of concentrated wealth. You know, like they yeah. have like some very powerful. I mean, they might already be that, but he he certainly would speed up that transition to just yeah. <laughs> rule by rich crazies yeah um, yeah 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 uh, that would be I something boy i've never wanted anything to be true more than that right <laughs> like 
please let that happen. I mean, say it's true. What happens? Well, if the whole thing's true, I mean, he's out, you know, like he gets impeached. Like, I wonder if he even takes the oath. I, I don't know. Will, I mean, who impeaches him? I guess uh, then, know, then some what? Republicans like becomes would, president, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess, like, they'd all be fine with that, probably. Yeah, sure. A lot of them yeah. would be thrilled. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Most of them. I mean, they'd probably all be thrilled. They'd be like, oh, thank God. Like, because yeah. it wouldn't be their fault. They'd have no choice. Everybody would be like, listen, the president, there can't be a video of the president watching hookers pee on a mattress. <laughs> like, there just can't be. <laughs> we can put up with a lot. There can be, like, we all learned, there can be a tape of him saying he wants to grab women's pussies. But yeah, it's true. That can exist, but it cannot. Uh, Not even that he wants to, he does yeah. it. That, that's his, one right. of his techniques. Yeah. And look, there yeah. was a time when it was okay when. We all knew that the president stuck a cigar up an intern's vagina, and that was fine, too. So, like, you know, we we can put up with a lot. Um, Right. But there was no video of it. If there was was video video, of it. Yeah, you're right. True. Yeah. Even audio, I think Bill would have been in some trouble. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or we all just would have been charmed. (laughs) Yeah, who knows? Maybe it would have worked. Oh, man. But I know, oh God, just what a mess. Just what a mess that guy is. He's such a mess. It's such a disaster. But this is my thing, though. I've been like, my only optimism is, um, you know, because I really feel like Trump can go two ways. Like the the positive, the best case scenario is huge, embarrassing failure. Right. And the worst case scenario is world historic disaster. <laughs> yeah. So I'm hoping for that this could signal, you know, we might get lucky. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean I couldn't believe it when I saw that. I mean the first the first news outlet that I happened to just notice it on was Vanity Fair. And so I was like, is this real? And then, you know, sure enough, throughout my Twitter feed, it was just, oh my god. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, there's definitely probably it seems dubious that it should have even been reported like um it's so there's it's so unverified um it kind of felt like i don't know i was i uh texted gropo i was like oh it felt almost like the cia being like oh absolutely like be careful don't fuck with us you know like yeah like we have some stuff out like you know and we can throw this out there and people will believe it because we're um so you know Tread tread lightly. I don't know. That's what I. I don't. I mean, obviously, I have no idea if that's the case, but it felt like that. Right. Which, if that's what it was, then that's also awesome. Right. And alarming, also. You know, it's like, it's just right. like equally sort of like, okay, this is the way our government conducts its business. <laughs> right. But I mean, there does need to be some level. Like there are our intelligence agency they need some method of taking this lunatic and keeping him in check where he's just like oh everything they said is bullshit yeah you can't just say that yeah yeah because that's also incredibly dangerous yeah but you know i don't know then so would be like leaking a false report that the president watched a p video would seem (laughs) (laughs) seems i don't know problematic in its own right 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 
it's a tough time to be an American, you know. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. You want to buy the whole thing. I like the flag and the founders and the whole bit, but I don't know. Sometimes it all feels like marketing. We're like a, uh, it's like we're like Whole Foods or something, you know. All our <laughs> stuff is organic and sustainable, but we it's bullshit. And we, you know, that part, like, I don't know. Right. Like, it's not. The food in there is just, you know, it's like a lot of it's bullshit and yeah they charge you they just it's just marketing so they can charge up up the price and then they gouge poor people in bad neighborhoods i don't know (laughs) i don't know (laughs) yeah well who knows where this craziness is going i mean like i will say i would i would just the relief of the p video (laughs) if it exists would just be I I feel like people are underestimating how terrifying his national security decisions can be. Yeah. I totally like agree. really really underestimating that. Yeah. I totally agree. I don't even care so much all the other stuff when they're like his corruption or like you know Obamacare repeal. It's sort of like I mean that all sucks and I'm mad about it, but like I just don't want to die. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, right. I just don't want the nukes to start flying, you know? Like he just tweets like North Korea will not test this missile, like something that he has no ability to control, you know? Right. And like, what if they do like, then what does he do? Like you were pretty public that that wasn't going to, you know, like it's yeah. so cavalier, like, right. He tweets okay. it. Yeah. Like, I hope they don't. What if they call your bluff? And then right. what do you do? Then you, do you have to back it up? Do you not? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Terrifying. Yeah, it's really right, right. Because you're also you're dealing with an also like a not a level-headed person over there too. Right. No, a very crazy person. Right, and you're just for no reason provoking China, just for no reason. Yeah, right. Who's you know very powerful country like can mess with us too if they'd like. Like yeah, can definitely. Throw some, uh, you know, uh, monkey wrench things for us as well. Like I don't know, and and there's no. It's not like planned, you know. It's not like a strategy. It just seems like it's so off the cuff. It's like oh god, right, right. (laughs) Like he's just tired of hearing about China. So I'm gonna put them in their place. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Because he doesn't totally respect them, the Chinese. You know, like right. These Chinese. <laughs> uh, they're General So's chicken. Right. <laughs> right. Which I never cared for. It's totally overrated. Totally overrated. <laughs> Who was this general? He didn't even win a single battle, this guy. He's more famous for chicken than military. Right. <laughs> what kind of military uh, tradition is this? Right. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. Well, to close it out, I actually wanted to tell you uh, that Nicole and I have started on The Bachelor. Oh, good. And it is incredible. Amazing, right? Yes. We we haven't made it all the way through the third episode. These episodes are long. I know. They're very long. <laughs> very long. <laughs> so, I mean, the third episode is probably going to last us a couple of days here. But who, 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 this girl, Corinne, is that her name? There's the sexual animal? Yeah. I know, just a just a machine, just like yeah. just a sexual animal, yeah, like <laughs> just 
I'm taking my top off right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. Or like, like, right. I, <laughs> these pictures, he seems to be enjoying taking pictures with other women. So yeah. I need to just take my top off immediately. Right. I'm going to the next level. Just like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I always wonder right. too, like, I know the producers are really involved. Like, do you think that they flat out were like, you have to give the rose to Corinne? Like, it'll piss off the other girls and it'll create some excitement. Or do they just like, you think they just massage it? They're like, you know, that was really, like, bold. I think that was really bold of her. And, like, she really put herself out there. You know, like, I think you should. I know it was, maybe it was a little over the top. Like, I, you know, I just wonder, like, the pressure. Like, obviously they wanted him to do it. Right. But I wonder it, how overt the pressure is. Yeah, it's interesting to, too because like you're right about this bachelor is that he does not is no poker face. Yeah. So like he he's not really into this girl. Right. He was we, yeah, he was totally like, "Oh my god." Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, he was like embarrassed. <laughs> like Right. Like what yeah. are you doing? Right. But then he then he was like, you know, this was great. Um uh, but he didn't sell it that well. Yeah. But meanwhile, too, Corinne's like, I don't know, seeming arch nemesis in the group is equally annoying with like, she hasn't connected on Nick in a deeper level. And I know what he likes. And I know he doesn't like that. Right. Like, I've met him what? for three minutes. <laughs> yeah. What do you know, you loser? Right. You know nothing. So. This guy's on The Bachelor for the fourth time. Like, you really, maybe he's, you know, maybe he's not who you think he is. Right. Uh, yeah, exactly. I also and, thought uh, it was pretty shrewd of him. The girl that was, he'd, he had banged at that wedding. Yeah. That I think she read the situation 100% correct. And at first, and didn't give him her number because he was like, just being nice. And yeah. then I think he knew that that wouldn't go over so well. So on the show, he played up like you could have contacted me and like smeared her as like somebody just trying to get on TV because he knew he had the opportunity to. But I don't think he I think she read it right the, uh, nine months ago when she was like, yeah, we met at a wedding. Like, I feel like he was like, oh, God, it's that girl. You know, <laughs> I think his first yeah. reaction yeah. was like, oh, God. <laughs> Oh my god, is that girl hooked up with that, that? Like I really like he was like Oh no, not I was so I was so drunk and like not that girl. What? But then it gave him this you know, he could be like I was just really hurt that you you could have called yeah. me or like it's like, yeah, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. You didn't it's want that girl to call you. Cause I, I like that girl actually. Me too. But that that's like she really was like she looks like the type of girl I might get drunk. And hook up with at a wedding, you know? Like, I don't know that she was right for Bachelor Nick. Right. <laughs> right. Like, if if I were at a wedding, that would be the girl I was trying to hook up with. I'd be like, hey. <laughs> well, I mean. But he, I think, is on a little different level than, than we are. Right. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. So, um, you know. I can't wait to see that girl just punch him in the face, though. For God. Yeah. Uh, but I, do, I feel yet? like it's like, no, what girl punched him in the face? Or smacks him. Like, they keep yeah, showing uh, him. No, that, don't fall for that. Oh, it's, okay. Uh, it's, it's phony. Oh, oh man. Yeah. All right. You're going to be sorely disappointed. They're always doing crap like that. 
Oh, that sucks. <laughs> we actually could call that in the preview, like the first episode. I was like, I guarantee you that slap is bullshit. Yeah. It's going to be some skit they were doing, and then it's like, it's, it's nonsense. Damn, a rookie mistake. Yeah. It's funny, yeah. though. I feel like that girl, that little, that girl you hooked up with at the wedding, it's like, where I am to, bat, to Nick, to this dude, is like, he hooks up with that girl at a wedding, and he's the next morning like, oh, God. And... You know, he he doesn't really want to hang out with her again. And yeah. I hook up with her at a wedding, and she wakes up and is like, oh, Jesus Christ. I'm so <laughs> trying, you know, like, I feel like it both could happen, but I think that's where it would be like, that's how it would go. Right. That's the ladder. That's the ladder. Of, <laughs> that's the ladder ranking. Of of yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would be her like, oh, Jesus Christ. I gotta, yeah. I gotta like get on Match. dot com and like start working <laughs> gotta, out again. I gotta go on the Bachelor. <laughs> I gotta start change my life. <laughs> oh man! And Ed is continuing to tweet about the Bachelor. It's literally my favorite thing in the entire world. Oh God! That's I'll have to check that out. You have I mean, You have to. It's like it's yeah. nothing, nothing, nothing groundbreaking, but it's just like. Just knowing Ed is out there doing things is just so it brings me such happiness. Yeah, that is it's always exciting. And Ed Tweet is like a gem in the finding a jewel in the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> not even not even just an Ed Tweet that Ed is tweeting. Right. Like, yeah, it's just it's fun Ed. to think about. <laughs> right. Right. Oh man, I couldn't be happier. The the yeah. fact that Ed is marrying someone who's like works for. So Social media is just like the yeah. greatest gift ever. It really is. It's really fun to imagine Ed on his couch watching The Bachelor with his phone <laughs> tweeting. That's yeah. just a very fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just perfect. Alrighty. Well, I think that's as good a place as any to uh, wrap this up. Yeah. Um, this is our final episode of the season. We'll uh, we'll have to see what we're gonna do from here on out. I think we should keep going. Maybe we can just, you know, we'll just talk about whatever. We'll see if there's anything to talk about with the Giants. If there's not, we'll talk about Bachelor Nick. Yeah. And Ed tweets. So as always, <laughs> yes. you can find us at GiantsAmongMenPodcast.com. Um, check us out on Facebook. Uh, download us on iTunes, um, Instagram, Twitter, all that. Yes. And uh, we love you all. We will don't don't uh, just keep subscribing. Yeah, and we'll don't just, forget about us. We'll pop up like a like a little Christmas surprise every now and then. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you think we're gone, and then oh, what a delight! There was <laughs> no. no Giants game this week, but there was a Giants Among Men podcast. You're right. Let's It'll listen to these two. We'll, that's how we'll get through this. That's how we'll all get through the cold winter. Um. With our sad <laughs> lives and no giants, which is hard. That's right. That's right. No more giants. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, until until next time, uh, I bid you adieu. Yes. Goodbye, my friend. All right. All right.